You're listening to Reporters and Reported, a podcast from Cardiff University's School of Journalism, Media and Cultural Studies. In each episode, brought to you by MA Broadcast Journalism students, we'll bring you insights and interviews with key people in the news industry. We'll examine the challenges, opportunities and threats facing journalism and get tips about the best ways to follow a career in the media. This week, myself, Hannah Thomas and Sean Price will be talking to Megan Lucero, who is a director of the Bureau Local. Hi, thanks for taking the time to talk to us today. Hi. Um, now, you've just come in from talking to the postgraduate students here in JMEC's lovely new building. And you mentioned how much the work on the Panama Papers really inspired you as a journalist. Could you explain a little bit more, please? Yeah, I think it wasn't probably just me, but reporters around the world were inspired by the power of the Panama Papers. Um, that there was a core set of journalists who were doing extraordinary data work to pull down these you know, files and files and files of tax avoidance around around the world. And But what was so powerful about it was reporters collaborated from various countries to tell a huge global story. And I think for us, we were thinking about how collaboration and how the use of data can better not just a global community of reporters, but a, a national one. So we aim to take that project and inspire and try it in the UK. So the aim was could... Could a network of reporters collaborate together um, and tell powerful national and local stories and also benefit from the power of data in that? And that was a huge part that inspired the Bureau Local. Fantastic. We're actually setting up was the influence of the Panama Papers. To... Yeah, I mean, well, there was a lot of factors that played into it. I think um, our industry is changing very rapidly. We have a, you know, the we have commercial business models that are collapsing, and we're seeing that on national and global levels, but it's been hit particularly hard locally. The Bureau of Investigative Journalism is a nonprofit organization that seeks to try to tell important public interest stories, and we found that it was in our own backyard. It was here in the UK that really needed sort of deep investigative public interest reporting at a local level because cuts had really decimated a lot of that. So the aim was really to, to, to try to fix that, to try to help stand with reporters, stand in solidarity with them, um, and to do that through a collaborative approach, a data-led approach, um, and a very community-driven one. In lecture, you also mentioned that you've been lead and part of teams who have shone a light on cases like the blood doping in athletics and revolutionising election data using machine learning. So you're searching for truth in your analysis of data. And yet, conversely, we see this rise of so-called fake news. How do you prove to the public that your data is accurate and fairly represented? Well, I mean, all data sets, I think it's important. You know, data is this word that everyone gets a bit queasier when they hear it, um, which is why we don't use it that often, because data is the means to the end. For us, data is the what of the story and the why is the real journalism, right? Why did that happen? Why is there a high crime rate in this area? Or why have there been cuts to this community? And I think that is ultimately the journalism. So we can get real excited about a lot of data, right? But I think ultimately that's what we have to aim for. But I think your question around showing trust in that, um, the truth is I think the data is compiled by humans. They're compiled by people. And there was always going to be flaws in that. But there is at an insane rate an amount of information that's being digitized. And this is where the stories of our communities are. This is where um, we have the opportunity to hold power to account. And this is where we think in a lot of cases that people and organizations in power are withholding that or hiding information within it. So as journalists of the future and journalists of the modern moment now, 
we have to figure out how do we operate in this digitized world to do that. And I think the quote fake news, um, I don't like using that term. I believe it's a, propaganda, it's a propaganda term used against journalists. But I think the concept that you're alluding to, which is this distrust in the media, it, it's, a, it's an umbrella term for a lot of things. It's for disinformation. It's for misinformation. It's for lies and wrong, wrong info. But it's, but it's also just about um, really unearthing that, uh, that problem. And I think what we're talking about now is not that it's not the kind of it's not that end of the spectrum it's the other side so i think what we have to do is really dig dig deep and show that these numbers are actually about people so the bureau local aims to always make it community driven to make sure that people with lived experience are participating in that and that the data leads us to that but it is not the end of the story or it is not even oftentimes just the final bit of the story um, you briefly touched on artificial intelligence in the lecture, and I think AI is becoming more of a thing in journalism at the moment. Um, we heard from the Press Association a few weeks back in another lecture about their use of artificial intelligence to use um, using data to create uh, stories on a local level. Um, how do you think that this AI technology is going to affect the future of data journalism, You know, and in particular local reporting, which is obviously something that is very important to the local bureau? Well, I think there's two different pieces to that, right? So there's there's one that like we are existing in a world that is using these techniques, right? The same thing I mentioned earlier about this digitized information, right? People are using new techniques, algorithm and artificial intelligence to um, decide who gets benefits, to decide who gets to stay in this country and not. These are, these are techniques that are being used. But ultimately, you know, humans are making a lot of those decisions. So I think it's important from a content point of view that journalists are always questioning the power systems that exist, right? That they're always interrogating um, those institutions. And that's going to mean we need to create algorithmic accountability um, opportunities and we need to make sure that we're digging into that because there is a handful of people who understand it and know it and that's problematic from a from a public interest point of view mm-hmm. and then there's the second point which you which you mean that some of that might be actually used for our industry itself right so help you know that could actually help us disseminate information locally in a new way and i think these things are really exciting i think they need to make sure that they're thought through well that there's proper scrutiny of them equally you know um but uh, i think those are exciting new steps for helping us um, live in this modern world um, and give up and free up space for the real human-centered reporting that our reporters need to do. The Bureau Local has won um, awards even recently for innovati- innovation and excellence. Um, what does it mean to you to be working as an investigative journalist? You know, what really motivates you? I think, well, I think there's a, there's a lot of things, but I think there's a current crisis as always, as always is for truth. Um, when I set out to be a reporter, um, something like eight years ago, um, it was always about proof. I was I was inspired initially by the Boston Globe's investigation into the Catholic Church, and I was you know a young. Uh, Catholic girl living in California and that was sort of earth shattering to sort of see the kind of community I lived in shook by the pursuit of truth and I wanted to to do that and that's what I set out to do as a reporter and I think that's always really been the core of of what I'm doing which is how do we actually tell stories of, of our communities you know how do we actually make sure that our experiences and our lives are seen in the news and that people are properly represented but most importantly about how do we ensure that that truth is out there? I think there's so much right now around fact checking and around making sure facts are out there. But I care about whether facts matter. Um, facts need to be correct and facts need to be true. 
but they need to also matter to people. People need to actually see them and, and want to do something about it, um, which I think there's a little bit of a, a crisis in that in our ecosystem at the moment. Um, but that's, I think, what really drives me. So you've had a great career and you have a great career. So you've previously worked um, as head of data journalism at two major newspapers, The Times and Sunday Times. And you're now leading on the Bureau Local for the Bureau of Investigative Journalism. So I'm wondering, what advice would you give to other aspiring journalists and what skills would they need? Oh, good question. Um, I think that, I mean, I kind of sound like a broken record, but I just think it's important that people don't forget about the people. Don't don't forget about the people that are the center of your communities and the center of your stories. I think there was a real trend at the time to do really cool data visualizations, to do lots of data crunching, to do like, to like do cool interactives online. But, and I found in some cases we forgot about the stories behind those figures. Who, who does that data represent? Who do those lives represent? Um, how can we think about the most vulnerable in our community? I think one of the biggest learnings I've taken recently is to understand the privilege that I've had um, as, you know, as a, both as a kind of a white um, woman working at the Times newspaper, you know, and I think it's really important to recognize that journalism needs to take stock in how we've operated to be critical of ourselves and but individually to, I think, new reporters, if we can really, really, truly think about the marginalized groups really focus on the public interest um, and just try to kind of even question the institution of journalism itself. We don't have to do the things that it was done before us. Um, one of the great things I love about so many of the young people I've met is is their kind of ingenuity to reimagine the future. And I think we need to apply that to journalism, too. And that would be my advice. Thank you so much, Megan. It's been absolutely great talking to you. Um, Tune in next week for another Reporters and Reported podcast from Cardiff School of Journalism, Media and Cultural Studies. Thanks for having me.